The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Back to old school with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Jay Foreman back with Austin Old School. Again, Dominic Johnson. And Kenzie coming in from uh, Boys and Girls Club with Lincoln. Um, got some great events. You got three on three hoop it up coming up here in May. Who's your ticket three on three team? Well, strict. It's strict. Strict's everything. We're going to do <laughs> strict, 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 strict. No, strict. Strict, E strict, and stricky. No, we'll just take one strict. Okay. Okay. Whatever his basketball third person name is, we're going to take strict. <laughs> then we're going to, I know we're going to take Bach because he can shoot. He can. He's. He, he's. Been, I've, I've asked heard, five so I've different heard. people. He can shoot. I'm bringing you in there, Austin. Okay. And how many? You can usually get five, right? Four to five. Yeah. Okay. Then let me see who else. I'm bringing. I'm gonna have Raf because I need a big body sure, and some fouls. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then of course I'll be on there. Okay. So Raf is Raf is the guy that if somebody's getting hot and going to the rack, Raf. Raf, Raf go yeah. Making sure he don't finish the game. You and I can alternate player coaches. Yeah. 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 Because I I'm I'm good for two <laughs> possessions. <laughs> Well, One. Strick says he's good for five minutes in the corner, so we might be in trouble. No, Strick better. He better. Stay. We got to. We got to load manage Strick. <laughs> <laughs> His favorite thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, me too. You better load manage me too, because I. Hey, listen. My first play might be the last, but um, Austin. You know. You know. We got about ten minutes here. I don't know if you saw it, but Russell Wilson did, had a sit down with Brandon Marshall, and he went through, um, I guess all the things that actually happened to him in Denver last year and you know where you know he was playing good and then he gets a call and says if you don't um rework your contract we're going to bench you for the next nine games and you know he went through that then obviously he he showed up when they beat Buffalo at Buffalo um the, up until the night before the game so he flew to Buffalo not knowing if he was going to play or not Man. and then they reeled off like four or five games and then obviously it came out um, obviously, you know, somebody released it, but you know, there's a lot, a lot of players get heat because they, you know, want their money. Th- this is the perfect example why you get your money mm-hmm. um, and you never bend. And, you know, one of the things that really stuck out, you know, you can say whatever you want about Russell Wilson. I think Russell came in and, you know, I, like I said, I worked out with Russell. I think the Russell that came into the league quickly changed when he got after that first Super Bowl and kind of got into stardom. And then they, he had to get humbled. And But I will tell you this. The one thing that he did, he said, I did not want to set the precedent of a player that that pushed back their injury waiver. Mm-hmm. And that that would have cost him some money and cost some players some money. Mm-hmm. Knowing it in two reasons. Number one, he didn't want to – he knew the long – for him personally, the long-term ramifications that it would do to his reputation among players in the league, legacy X, Y, and Z. But then also for him – to stand pat and understand the influence that he could have by standing up to the powers that be. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine, 
I mean, heck, the only time I I used to always joke to people um, when we were in Houston, and you know Bob McNair would come in and a couple of assistant GMs, and they would always this one guy always come. <laughs> he he always I'd always joke with Kylie Wong because he was you know he was an outside line, so we'd always you know walk in between you know drills or whatever. And he'd be like, Jay, there he goes. And he'd always have his he had or he had these foot joy shoes or you know, <laughs> golf shoes. And they'd just be just slightly untied, loosened up. And they'd have grass stains on them. So you could tell he'd been golfing recently. Um, I said, Yeah, you know, he probably I always tell Kylie, yeah, he was probably on a whole sixteen thinking about how he's gonna get rid of <laughs> Um and so that's the only interactions that it, that back when I played and there, because there was no there was no communication is that where you where you'd see somebody like that from upper management? So for them to approach him multiple occasions, um, both indirectly and directly to his agent and to everybody else, and make it be known to him that essentially we are going to try to you know not we're we're, we're going to make this a peer pressure. I don't like. I wouldn't say we're going to turn wanna, you into the villain almost. Uh, yeah, but I, I want my point is I don't think it was bully, but I think they were trying to manipulate him into mm-hmm. it, right? Either you do this or else, right? Yeah. Is that manipulation? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do this or else. Blackmail. And blackmail. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, let's throw espionage in there too. I like that <laughs> word. I love that word when they say. <laughs> I know it's not, but I was watching something. It, like, I was Subterfuge. Watching, yeah, yeah. I was watching a, like a like a harvest. Chicanery. Like, yeah, yeah it's espionage. That gets me so so so. It's just amazing that in this day and age, in 2024, this is what you were doing. And I always remembered when they played Detroit, the the Nick Sainter Detroit Lions, and. The center snapped. First of all, the left guard was offside. That has nothing to do with Russell Wilson. <laughs> nothing to do with Russell Wilson. This dude jumped offside. And the center snapped it too early. And remember, Sean Payton berated him and broke him down front of, yeah, in, in everybody. front of everybody. Mm-hmm. Now you know why. Because they were trying to get him to react because they, they were saying on it, if he did react in a, in a way, a combative way or whatever they deemed it, it could be contract or uh, conduct detrimental to the team. It could have voided his contract. Mm. So for Russell Wilson to go out there and, they, and he actually started to play really well to do that and under that immense pressure every day when you're going to work, that's a hostile work environment. And I don't use it. I don't use it, that type of l- l- lingo, but it is. I mean, I've never had to. I, I'm sure <laughs> that they want to get rid of you sometimes. Like, dang, we we need to get some. Ret- we ain't getting no return on investment from that dude. But never. Did I go to work in the NFL with that type of pressure during the season? Now, the closest I could think of, I remember um, the first year of Greg Williams. And, I, you know, it's a contract year. Mm-hmm. And they, Greg Williams, was he was, I mean, he was playing mind games with us. <laughs> I mean, straight up, I was losing sleep. But we were, in, we were in our third preseason game. And it was one of those things that when you're a starter, you, you know, play three plays. You know, you can't make no plays. Three plays. You know, you can't, I ain't even breaking a sweat. Then the next play game, you might not, you know, you're kind of out there trying to play too perfect. Boom, you're in the third preseason. Yeah, that's the make or break because the, the the fourth is a dress rehearsal. And uh, I remember, is I think his name was Miles, Miles Aldridge. That was a linebacker coach, country boy. <laughs> you know, he was – and he, he didn't have any, like – 
allegiance to, to me, you know, and I was a guy that I was in my contract year. I'd played well the previous two and a half years. Um, but I wasn't, I wasn't the household name, but I'd played well, right. Established myself prior. So, and I was the easy pickings, you know what I mean? Um, you know, kind of to myself, real laid back or whatever. And I remember coming up to Pittsburgh or coming up. He was like, you need to have a good game or they're going to cut you or you know what. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, are you serious? You know, it was like, this is what you think you're going to, how you going to inspire me? You know, this is what you, <laughs> as I'm walking into the locker room. Now, mind you, I already know it because I already been, you know, not that they were going to cut me. But, you know, when you go into a contract year, I had certain things I wanted to reach, you know. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you know, I knew I'd play, but, you know, you know, things worked it worked itself out. Now, granted, that, that that's the closest I've been, but I've never been to the point to where even when I like, you know, signed one of my you know second or third contracts to where the coach was like, "Hey, man, you know that injury waiver? You want to play? All right, if you want, you got to sign your life away and sign your contract away." I never had anything like that. See, that's a couple things on that. First of all, we know Russell Wilson's a good dude, yeah. right, by all accounts. Maybe corny, maybe goofy, but a yeah. good dude, right? I respect him, you know, standing up for other people, understanding his platform. Right. That's huge. Don't love it from Denver because both sides had to sign the contract, right? Yeah. Regardless. I it, I, you, you, Denver you, didn't sign the contract. Russell Wilson did. Right. I, mean, I guess Denver did because they, yeah. they offered it, right? right? But it was negotiation. Denver supposedly got what they wanted out of the deal. They were comfortable with it. But then... They get to it. It's not what they thought it was going to be. They didn't take into consideration the risk. They thought it would never get there. Well, here's the thing. That risk was always there. So now you want to backtrack but not give Russell Wilson the ability to? That's completely one-sided. It's completely unfair. And that's where, too, no, Russell Wilson wasn't great to start the year. New system, new coach, And didn't play well the year before. And and he was an easy target because of... All the things he did, having an office at mm-hmm. the at the not being very friendly or open with his teammate, is all he he created it, but by no means did he deserve it. Absolutely not, and that's where the incentive structure of contracts and sports is still just so weird from the outside. Because I think about you know those rookie scale deals. Yeah, oftentimes you're you're just entering your prime, right? You have some really good years, you bust onto the scene, and the teams are you know getting you for cheap. Yeah. Saying, getting your services for cheap, right? right? Then it comes time to pay you. Well, yeah, you're good, but are you good enough for this? You're good yeah. enough for that. The guys that overperform the massive contracts are few and far between. Yeah. The Mike Trouts, the Aaron Donalds that are worth every penny of their right. deal. Tom Brady's and all right. that. Right. And it's just a natural thing. You know better, you and Strick know better than anybody at the station how your body breaks down yeah. after years in the league. Right. So the money that, say, Russell Wilson deserves that when he was playing well in his rookie deal doesn't necessarily always catch up to him right. at the end of his career, right. right? His best years, he was getting paid less. So now his quote-unquote worst years, he's getting paid more, right. which is backwards, but that's the way it kind of has to be. Maybe it doesn't have to be, but it's the way it's always been right. because contract negotiations, again, I'd love your perspective on this, can be a hassle. Right. Aren't something you want to focus on? You know, a lot of back and forth, a lot of time, potentially a distraction. So you don't want to go year to year with a deal. The, the team wants to pay guys you know, for what they're going to be. Well, I think players want to get paid for what they've done. And right. I think both sides are absolutely right. There's just never been a great reconciling of those facts. Yeah, and especially uh, in football. Uh, mm-hmm. Because, you know, you know, the NFL can retire you at any point in time. Right. Um, and, you know, you know, look, Sean Payton and, 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 and you know, his crew, they, they weren't there when they signed the contract. But here's what I will say, and I, and I like Sean Payton. 
Um, obviously, a little abrasive. I think he probably forgot where he was because when you go from being on TV and can pretty much say anything and do anything without any ramifications to coaching a team, I think it took him a little while to understand, okay, I'm back in the arena. You know, I am the leader. So this doesn't, if I, how I handle Russell affects Jay Foreman as a linebacker, so forth and so on. But, you know, I I don't think you take the job, right? Not knowing how many draft picks you got, what the salary cap looks like, what free agents you potentially could have, you know, how many draft picks that you have in the first, say, three years, who potentially you want to sign. You you don't take the job like that. You don't take it sight unseen unless you're Mike Mike Riley. Right where you're going to get fired mm-hmm. and, and and then they double your salary or you and all your buddies. <laughs> Sean Payton had a high paying job. He's great mm-hmm. on TV, so he he did his research. Right, matter of fact, uh, Denver had to trade to get him. So you know how you you know what the you your agent knows what, how many draft picks you got. So that's where the problem was. I think contract negotiations in football are always tricky because there's two ways to think about it and depends on the team that you're doing it. Right. Like uh, there's some teams that pay you on potential. You see a lot of guys that that'll be average players and get paid Pro Bowl level players because they go to the right situation and it's the right time. But then some teams, say like Pittsburgh Steelers, that generally take care of their players, they'll play you. They'll, they'll pay you based on what you earn. Um, you know, a uh, former uh, roommate of mine, Mike Rucker, when he played for Carolina, Jerry Richardson was the 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 owner, and he said, "Listen, I don't need to put incentives in there. I expect you to play well, so I'm going to pay you well." Just it's just the approach how you approach it. Some people look at it like, okay, we pay you, and then all of a sudden the next thing, the next meeting they have, they're trying to sit up here and and go after the big, the bigger and the more productive players, saying you're not. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Worth what they're giving you. But they'll be they'll let it slide with the with the cheaper players because they think they're cheap, which is actually the wrong way to think about it. If you if you have your bigger name players that are good model citizens, good in the locker room, good in the in the stadium and in the in the in in the you know in the the meeting rooms and obviously on the field, those are the ones that you continue to pay and you want them to be your biggest advocates. Mm-hmm. The guys that you really need to bring up and, and push harder are the guys that are trying to be on the come up because that's how you win. That's that those are that those are gonna be your nuts and bolts guys. So when you look at like people staying at the Patriots for, you know, why? Because they're appreciated, right? Slater. The, right. Slater. Um Teddy Bruski probably could have left. Vrabel stayed forever. Willie McGinnis stayed forever. Why? They're appreciated. They're appreciated because the coach and all them um appreciate what they do, how they perform, and it works. And they're winning. And so the most important thing is the win and what they're gonna do is they're gonna put winners out there. And so 
you know, Denver, I think, was in a little bit of a gray area this year where they were, they won't admit it, had a very high-priced QB. Everybody falls into this trap that you can get a young QB and you only can win on a rookie contract. That obviously ain't true. Um, And then you didn't know whether you wanted to tank or not. Mm. And that's it. They started out not wanting to tank. Oh, we lost a few games. Maybe we should tank. Oh, we won some more games. We're actually in the playoff hunt. Uh, let's not do that. Let, let's pump pump the brakes on that. And so that's where they were at. They couldn't get out of their own way, and uh, you know they couldn't figure out which way is up. And that's how. But then you went and, and attacked Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson can never walk in that locker room and have the respect. Not because he lost it. Not because he didn't work hard. He did things this offseason um, because obviously forced by Sean Payton to try to improve. You know. His lead, you know, his his respect in the locker room. You took that all away in Detroit. Mm. You left it in Detroit. You 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 demasculated him, man, to the point. You know, and the thing is, where where Denver, and here's where here's the thing. Here's a good analogy, right? It's like a you know Denver and Russell Wilson in in their contract in that contract is like they showed up and you know one of the persons that's in the relationship has something that the that you know, particularly wasn't like the best or how they got the in the past, right? So then they're sitting up there trying to hold the hold their present day partner accountable for something that somebody did in the past. And it's not gonna work that way. So you know what they did? Guess what the worst thing they did? They went out and started listening to their friends. Right? They don't mm-hmm. have any anything invested. So who are their friends? There are other media people, all the people outside telling you what to do. That's your friends telling you what you do with your business, right? They aren't paying your bills. They ain't going home with, you know, with your partner, with, in this case, Russ, Russ, right? Mm-hmm. He's your quarterback. They're not taking into account that how it's affecting other people, which is family of the friends and nuclear family friends. They're just having an outside opinion because they have nothing to invest. That's the easy thing to do. Denver fell trapped to that. That's no different than other people listening to other people outside of, you know, the what they should be doing. So, um, they, it's a lesson learned because what they might do is sitting around looking and thinking that they're sweet and think, oh, I can I can get the next Jalen Hurts. I can get this. It's easy to get a Russell Wilson. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. You're going to let you're going to let that Hall of Famer go. And then you have an egg on your face and then you're going to try to say, oh, can we get back what they trying to do now? Maybe it's not so. Oh, I didn't mean it. Yeah, you did because you left him on read. You ghosted Russ. <laughs> right. And you was willing to leave him like that. So that's where they missed the point. It's no different than anything else. It's a, it's a, I always say sports to show you it's just a relationship. So they were, they were so quick to dispense of a player like Russ and didn't even take into the account of everything that he did on a, on a, a good thing, mm-hmm. right? They didn't even take say, man, you know what? This dude's actually probably more mentally tough than you think of. Yeah, he's got some issues and stuff like that, or some stuff like. That. But for that dude to be playing like that. That's commendable. Seemed kind of short sighted, right? And that's what what usually happens. And when it when a okay, if you're short sighted in your relationship with a team, which is a relationship with a sport or a relationship, period. So just say if you're short sighted, right? For say they say you're you're playing well, and they say okay, we'll just give you like a million dollars a year. Short sighted, I just need it right now. I got to be greedy. I got to satisfy it right now. But if you sit up there and say okay, you know maybe I could get two times this for like five or 10 more years because it's long-term because I'm going to put in the work, nourish it, 
and I'm still here in a, in a good place where I, somebody I can trust or, you know, they, I can trust the organization. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. Short side is like, I just want to be greedy and dissatisfied. it. Then you come back with your tail between your legs. And then you look, you look, I would say you're stuck on stupid. So Denver's stuck on stupid. It's hard for them to, and it's going to be, and here's why. It's going to be hard for them to recruit other free agents. Why? Players talk. Mm-hmm. You let you did this to him. You're going to definitely do it to me. Business is business. Every player knows this. That wasn't business. That was shady. That was shady. That's some backdoor, you know, catch you when you're coming out of the bathroom. <laughs> hey, I got to talk to you, you know. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, the GM come around, the, you know, there. The next thing you know, you cornered, right? And what are you going to do? You're going to put them on the spot. And, you know, funny thing about that, before we go to break, I'll tell you this. Here's the only, here's the only experience I have with that. So I was uh, – so I, I was going in, I was in my, what's called a, um, tender. I was, a, I, I finished out my rookie contract so they can tender you. So it's kind of like based on where you get drafted. So if you want to do like, I was a late round draft choice. So it was this. So if they did, uh, what's called, let's call it a medium tender. It would be paid that say, like I was a second round pick, whatever the average was, mm-hmm. you know, with the CBA. And then if they want to put a high tender on it, that's the tender where like, if they, um, trade you or somebody else trades you, you they'd have to give up a draft pick yeah. which would be a first round draft pick a third or for my case it'd be a fifth round draft pick so i you know sign my tender or whatever um but i'm mad as all heck heck so we didn't have the internet you know back then but there was only one site that you could get the the news it was kffl.com i don't even know if it's still out there and i dial up internet and I'm back in Minneapolis at my place, and so it's the combine, right? In 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 um, trying to figure is it still about still. Uh, if you type in kffl.com, it takes you to thehuddle.com. And then that's probably got bought. So I was I was like, oh, let me check it, right? You know what I'm saying? It's the combine or whatever. And to be honest with you, Austin, I went out with some of the homies, you know, to make, <laughs> kicking it. You had a fire going, and it says Buffalo Bills sign Eddie Robinson Jr. Or, or is gonna they're gonna sign Eddie Robinson Jr. So he happened to be a linebacker that played for Greg Williams, right? And I knew he played my spot, right? Mm-hmm. Like, dang, I balled out, you know. You know, I was thinking like, you, you gonna sign this dude, you know? So I was, you know, in my feelings or whatever. So I told my agent, man, I ain't going. I ain't going to mini camps and stuff. He's like, you gotta go, you know. And you don't want him to hold it against you. And I'd signed a lease and stuff like that. And, went through workouts and I was, yeah, it was like I had the scarlet letter when I walked into the facility because everybody knew something was up, right? Everybody knew except me, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? You're working out and everybody's like, dang, you still here? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm still here. So I got taped up in Austin. I was, I was ready for like war. I had like my hands taped up. Had my, I was ready to just, I was just not in a good place. So I'm all taped up, ready to go for practice. And I remember talking to Danny Smith, and this is why I love Danny Smith. He's a special team coach at Pittsburgh, and he was he was uh, so close. I still talk to him now. Um, he was in my wedding, you know, um, and so because he kept it real with me. He said, listen, man, that dude ain't better than you, but we know the politics. Go to training camp, beat him out, mm-hmm. right? So he talked about that. He talked to me, he was, and he, he's like, I know you hot. And the thing about Danny – he was like, as I was walking and I was, he let me cuss the whole time. He would cut me off, send me over here. I'd be cussing and I threw my helmet. He's like, don't do that, Jay. And he always has this big old thing of water gum. So then I'm in the, in the, in the, in the stretch line. Here come Greg Williams and Greg Williams is always walking. Mind games, Greg. Yeah. And, and, but by the time I, st- once I established myself, he left me alone. Okay. 
and I appreciate what he was doing because I, I, I got mentally stronger from it, and he taught me a lot in the passing game. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it wasn't all <laughs> bad. Um, but he'd always have his whistle while he was walking. And he's like, hey, hey, he's like, hey, Foreman, can I talk to you real quick? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you, we can talk, right? <laughs> so I get up, leave my helmet, and I'm walking up. And so then he, these, these dudes were smooth when they did it, Austin. So Greg sees me walking straight because I'm about to go face-to-face with the head coach, right? Mm-hmm. So he, I'm walking towards him, and he's here. But then he, like, pivots. And then it was, like, all in one motion. Boom. Right? <laughs> that arm. Right. Arm <laughs> on me. So to de-escalate me, right? You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? He's like, look, man, I know I know you mad, man. He's like, you were, you know, hype me up. You know, like, not hype. You're a leader. This is niche. You're going to be a great player. This is. Now, mind you, you're talking in the past tense. I ain't even listening. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, what's up, man? What you want? As he's walking me, and I'll never forget, we went through the end zone. Here come Tom Donahoe out the thing, out, out, out the locker room. And he just business. Hey, man. Hey, you know, you had a great year. We appreciate your service. Houston needed a, a starting linebacker. We needed a returner. We traded you. You got to go upstairs to Jim Orton or, 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 or the Ordendorf, and he's going to get you situated, and we're going we're gonna to move you. It, I mean, it was like that. And then this is the only mistake, I'm going to leave with this, that I made in my career. This is the only thing I wish I could have taken back. He Then this is where Tom Donald, he, he doubled back on me and was like, yeah, I didn't think you was going to be that good. You surprised me. I was like, F you, bleepity bleep bleep. I'm doing this to you next year. Gone. Gone. <laughs> Them dudes is petty. <laughs> Go play in Houston. Do great. And I'd said some things about Greg. You know, I was like, man, because I was just like, man, he brought in this scrub, man. You know, he's, you know, he was like, you know, godfather of his kids, man. This dude ain't, you know, can't, you know, I was just stupid, wolfing. <laughs> Could have went and played for the Redskins. You know, they were still petty. They still, they was an A, man. Austin, four, A, five, four or five years later, they held it. They, they, they don't forget, Jay. Man. I was a. I was like, man, listen. I apologize, man. You know what I'm saying. I'm sorry. Walk a mile in my shoes. You know where I'm coming yeah. from. Yeah. I was like, don't you realize what you did to your boy? They was still. They hey Austin. They still was petty, man. But here's the thing about Greg, though. I ran into him in the Atlanta airport. You know what I'm saying. Me. It was me and him. And we. He, he recognized me. Obviously, I'm a little older or whatever. We liked it. And we tashed, and we talked it out. Now. Greg's still crazy as all get out, right? And he's been in the league, and he's a great defensive coordinator, but he's like man-to-man. He's like, you know what? I understood where you came from. But I was like, you still owe me a check. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I need a check, bro. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Write it right here, right right now. Greg, let me get some of that. You know, no, I'm just playing. But, yeah. So, anyways, man, that's a couple of story time. Again, thanks to Dominique Johnson and Kenzie coming in, Boys and Girls Club. Of Lincoln, they got some great events. We're going to get to pump that out on social media. I do have the PDF, so you can donate. Also, you can sponsor some kids. It's only twenty bucks a year. I definitely need to get on that. Um, we're going to take a short break. I'm about to head out to Pius the Tenth, the home of Nick Sainer. Pius the Tenth against Omaha Central Eagles. Listen, here's the battle. Okay, Nick Sainer, Pius the Tenth Thunderbolts, Omaha Central, Amon Green Eagles. Oh no! Oh yeah! Oh no! And I, you know what? They saw each other today. They weren't even betting. Anyway, what? yeah. Anyways, 
We're going to take a quick break. We'll hand it over to DP because he's got some supernovas, uh, supernova stuff coming on. Jay Foreman, Austin Orman. DP is back in full effect today. Old school, we are out. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.